Welcome back to another episode of Ultras 11. I'm one of your hosts, Joe. And I'm Alex. And before we get started with the whole script and everything like that, um, random fact of the day. A giant tortoise that they thought was extinct for almost 100 years was recently dis- discovered in the Galapagos Islands. Come on. Yeah. Come on now. Sounds kind of like Arsenal going rogue for the last 100 Sounds years. Sounds exactly like them. <laughs> but on that note, yeah, we're here. I'm Joe. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, guys. Yeah. Joe, Joe's been really uh, like uh, really liking these random yeah, facts true, of the actually. day. So uh, I think something. I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna stick with it. You yeah, know, it's it's, it's 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 always good learning something new outside of football. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's and just, one day you're gonna think knowledge when you're on a date with somebody, girl, guy, you're gonna they, them. <laughs> you're gonna say, "Hey, did you know about this tortoise <laughs> that went, <laughs> they thought was extinct and went missing for a hundred years, then showed up at the Galapagos?" Exactly. And you could even bring up the snail. Hey, why don't we take a nap for the next three years? (laughs) Nice. Uh, Anyways, in today's episode... (laughs) Sorry. Today's episode, we're going to talk about the one and only Mr. Giuseppe Guardiola, or Pep Guardiola, as everyone else calls him, if you didn't clue into that. Pep (laughs) Guardiola. We're going to talk about the Saudi Arabian League, which is a little bit of a plot twist. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the Saudi Arabian League? You know what? Let's save that for next week. Next week? I okay, think yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, save yeah. that for next week's topic. I actually screwed that up because originally before this, I agreed. I said we were going to talk about scheduling and Pep, but somehow I said Saudi Arabia. I don't know. Joe, I'm Joe's, all nervous. Joe's still thinking about the whole the whole tortoise thing. Yeah. I, Joe, yeah. don't worry, so man. I, I, I understand. Like I understand. a tortoise. Um, okay. But instead of Saudi Arabia, which we will be talking about next week, we're going to talk about scheduling and how the schedule is absolutely absurd. Yeah, it and you're is very you're condensed. definitely seeing that right now. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. This season was tough, but you okay, I was gonna start talking about it already, but we're not gonna talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about Mister Manchester City himself, Pep Guardiola. Um, my question, Alex, to start things off: mm-hmm. If City win the Champions League this season, do you think that kind of cements Pep Guardiola's name in the history books and makes him one of the greatest coaches of all time? I mean. It, it's it's gonna look very pretty on his resume, especially if he tops it off with a, a treble this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's gonna be hard to kind of argue. I mean, who's like? Obviously, you're still gonna have your Angelotti and that, but I mean, like, dude, Pep's just like the, what he's doing with teams and like completely. I did not think he was gonna be able to do with an English side, mm-hmm. especially his style of play. But just like he just completely brought that whole thing to Man City. And completely changed that team, and now to bring them their first champ is it their first Champions League? Uh, yes, I think, I think so. it's their yeah their first their first Champions League ever. Like that's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. And with already with what he's done, I think uh, for me, I think this would be this would be this will mark him being the greatest coach of all time. See that that's where I'm kind of like I'm battling in two minds there because yes. It's completely impressive. I think he has revolutionized football as uh, as a total, not just City. I feel like now every coach is aspiring to do what Pep does. You know, like there was total football, and then there's Pep Guardiola's version of total football, which he revolutionized. Mm-hmm. Um, but saying greatest coach of all time, that's where it's like, uh, it's it's a tough thing, and. and Maybe fast forward to when he retires or whatever. Like you'll have, like 
<laughs> it's such a that, tough that, statement. That's a, that's a far time away. I know. That's the thing. He's still young. He's only, what, 52 years old or something like that? He's, like, he's still in his Something 50s, like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, he's still young. So, it's like, he could become the greatest coach of all time. And it's tough to say, like, if he is or isn't right now, given his like resume it. already. I feel like that's I feel like his resume already getting getting now like if he wins the trouble even if he doesn't win the trouble i think i feel like just win, winning champions league alone and then that and coming back from this whole yeah, season yeah like like that right there man like he he's just he's such a phenomenal coach and like the way he gets through to his players like he's just he's completely changed like like the coaching role because he's like oh yeah you like you have those coaches that are player coaches and then you have those guys that are like these system coaches mm -hmm. and like he's both like yeah. he, he knows how to like handle any type of play. i mean you he was able to handle Messi, Ronaldinho, like, when he was he was young, yeah, and like he was able to to handle these guys. Now, like you you just see, man, he works so well with these players. I think you put him like he's a coach. You put him on any team, he will find success. Yeah, he will. He, like it just it's it, it's in him to to win. He's yeah. just that type of guy, and, I, and that's why I think. He's like, he has like that like that that Jordan kind of like mentality thing. Like I think I think he's gonna like he's that guy that it, 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 I think even already now will be considered after this the greatest coach of all time. I I think it's I feel like it's still a little bit of a weird statement to say greatest of all time. I I don't know. Like to me, when I think greatest of all time, in no particular order, like I would think of somebody like Ancelotti, uh, Mourinho, uh, Sir Alex Ferguson. Even what's his name over there? That guy, uh, Arigo Saki. Well, I don't know why I said it like that, but Arigo Saki, you know, like, yeah, those guys. But you also look at those guys, and they were significantly older. We saw their whole career play out, you know, like, barring I get it, Ancelotti and Mourinho are still working still at their career, yeah. whatever. Um, but with Pep, I just I, I don't know, that's why I'm hesitant to say best of all time. But what <laughs> I will say is. I think he has changed City and changed even like the owners and whatever, and everything to do with City. I think their philosophy itself mm -hmm. has now changed. Yeah. I think he's had a bigger impact on City than he did with any other club he was with. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Like, like with Bayern, they were already that top team. And like, I get it. He came to City with money and they bought him A, B, and C. He spent over a billion euros and this and that. Cool. I, I do understand that. But he still formed a lot of careers and molded a lot of careers, 100%. a lot of styles of play. He kind of gave City an image in itself. You know what I mean? Like Bernardo Silva, he was a winger. Now he's playing center mid, defensive mid. I've seen him play left wing back. I've seen, like, you know what I mean? Like he has now managed to get all these players to do whatever he needs in a brilliant system. And I think City sees that and going forward will want to keep a coach like, not like that. Yeah, they're, they're going to want to keep that because they they already built so much around him and it's like at the end of the day it's like any job. If somebody's paying you and they're saying okay, they're going to be, you know, like you're you're you get hired, they're paying you to do your job and whatever it is. Mm -hmm. If you're doing well, no matter how much they're investing and spending on you and how much they're giving you to spend or with whatever your job is, if you're getting results and you're doing good, no one's gonna no one's gonna bat an eye. No one's gonna think twice. And that's what he's been doing there. Yeah, like yeah. I get it. Okay, yeah, he's spending a lot of money, but first of all, like he went to a team in the Premier League, especially City, who's run by oil. They yeah. got money. Yeah. So for him, it's a perfect situation. He has the freedom there that he can get the guys that he needs for his team yeah. to work. And 
it has been working and he has been getting results. Now with this champion, this was like the missing piece that with this city team. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that they're missing. They've won everything. They've won, they've accomplished everything. The biggest thing now is is would be this trouble. Well, if for him, if he wins the Champions League with uh, City, do you think Pep stays after that, or does he look for a new club? I like for him personally. I think he, like he might want, especially because he's been there so long, and like this was like that final thing. I feel like he might want a new challenge and yeah. to try to leave. But then also, it's like. If you look at it again as like a job, if you're getting everything you want, you're happy, you have no complaints, yeah, you've achieved everything you can. Are you just gonna throw it away because you know you, you want to try to like try something new? And it, it 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 all depends on his like how his mindset and how mm-hmm. he is feeling. But like I just don't think he's like he devotes so much of himself to the team. Yeah, I don't think like mentally. Like he'd be able to just to, to like jump to another team like next yeah. season. Yeah. Like I feel like he'll probably he has a couple more years in his contract. I feel like he's, he's probably gonna ride it out and end up staying with them. And I I can't see City getting rid of him because like you like you were even saying before like he has they invested in him when they started this whole thing and they brought him in mm-hmm. and he had such an impact on that like on the team that like the culture there everything it's him. And they're not just like they're not stupid enough to just throw that away yeah. because they know like he is a big part of that. Like you said, like that he brought that winning mentality, that winning culture that City never had before. Like City was they were yeah. they were a second division team. Yeah. Like no no one cared. It was everyone was a United everyone from Manchester was a United fan. And don't forget too, when they did like, even with the oil money, yeah, okay, they won the Premier League, they've done this, this and that, whatever, but they really didn't accomplish themselves worldwide, whereas Pep took them to that next step. Yeah. You know what I mean? They like they no, still yeah, now they're known. Like yeah. they're a known team. They still haven't won a Champions League per se, but it's like they're at least now known as a global powerhouse. You know what I mean? Whereas under Mancini, they were just good in the league. Under Pellegrino, same thing, good in the league. Like Pep really did evolve them into this beast worldwide, you know? Yeah. Um, He made made them a known team. Like now you, you, you talk to people all around the world. Like everybody knows the Premier League. You talk to them before, you know, like they would know, like obviously the main teams. Now, Majority of them, they'll know who Manchester City is because yeah. of the fact what Pep did with them, what Pep accomplished with them, what he, how he's been able to keep them so consistent. It's, it's not like they won, you know, two years and they were like not existent for the next couple, like Liverpool. Or they just dialed. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were they were able to maintain it, and in a, in a league like that too, that's so hard mm. because of how much competition there is. And yeah, how with many, all like, the money that's all, thrown around and, too, and, and and all like the top teams. Like it's not even like a top four there. It's like a top like six teams that. They're powerhouses. Yeah. Now, two more questions about Pep I got. Um, first question being, well, second last question technically. Um, if he doesn't go on to win the Champions League this year, mm-hmm. is it deemed a failure and should City look for somebody else because it's literally the same cycle of them making it in Champions League but not winning anything? And, I mean, that is the goal for City at this point, to win a Champions League. So, I like, I- does City look and evaluate him? Or is he still untouchable? Like, is he still whatever? I still, like, see, that's the thing, man, because this, especially because this Champions League and, like, again, no knock to Chelsea. That year there when they made to the final, like, against Chelsea, that was the year, like, Man City was better than Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Like, they should have won that game. Yeah. But I had off to Chelsea. Like, they fucking pulled it off. It's eight. It's, yeah. it's one game. The ball's round. Anybody yeah. can win. It's yeah. 50-50. Chelsea ended up doing it. Now, this year, you look, okay, obviously, they still have to get through Real, so... That, like that still hasn't happened, but assuming it does, in the finals they're matching up against uh, 
Inter or Milan. Mm. And again, no knock to them either, but City should like that's barring, that's barring they make it out of Real Madrid. That, that, right? That's you know what, what I mean. That's what I mean. Oh, that's, okay, what I mean. Okay. that's what I'm saying. Let's let's just say that they get past Real mm-hmm. Madrid, like that's done. They're coming up against Inter or Milan, whoever wins on that side. Yeah. Like there there should be no reason. Like Milan okay, yeah, they beat Tottenham, but like Tottenham. Chelsea, like a team that's in eleventh place right now, but they're still a good they, they still give problems to teams, beat Milan both times. Yeah. Easily. That's too. Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So like Imagine City. Like yeah. City should have no again. The games, it's one game. It's fifty fifty. But City should have no problem. Yeah. Same with Inter. Like I, I, I truly believe that. And that's the thing where it's like I don't, I can't see them getting rid of him. But I feel like he might have like a mental breakdown or like he might just step down. Yeah. If he fails yeah, to do I, it this season, I feel season. like that would be the. I feel like more it'll likely. be more him mm-hmm. than them because at the end of the day, they're gonna look at him and be like, okay, I mean, let's just say he, he ends up coming back from the league. Okay, you did that. If he ends up beating Man U in the FA Cup, okay, you did that. Okay, yeah, you. I know we want to win Champions League. You didn't do it this year, but we're not going to give up on you now. Mm. But I feel like he might be the one to take that step back yeah, and be like, okay, you know what? I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think uh, I, I, I maybe need a year off or something because I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> Imagine he takes like, a year off for real. I don't think I can dude, imagine like, a world without Pep. No, like, I cannot. It's going to be weird. No, the, Consider, the yeah, like, like never mind just the prem, like just the soccer world is going to be weird. <coughs> yeah, like what Pep. other coach is going to play that style? Yeah, you know, like Nothing. any game he plays is just so fluid. And it's just so seeing him. Like, I, I just love seeing him on like the touchline, yeah. man. Like he just he's so fraud. nice. Yeah, he's not a ball fraud. Um, he Conte is a ball fraud. Yeah, well, no, Conte. Yeah, technically because he's wearing a toupee, poor thing. A toupee. A toop. Um, if we, so, you did mention how Pep has kind of gone everywhere, accomplished everything everywhere yeah. he's been. If you're Pep and you do want to take that next step, where are you going? Like, what is the idea? Are you gonna go to PSG where you have no. another carte blanche? No. Or are you looking actually within Italy or Portugal or no, the end of the visa? I, I would, I would say if I, for, for him because he's already done. He's already coached in Spain, Germany, England. I could see him looking at Italy. Like, I know he said in the past he would love to coach in Italy one day. I could see him going for that, mm-hmm. but I can also see him going for that international route and take a team like Spain, let's just say, or even, a, even another team. Like I could see him kind of, I could see him taking a step back from like from club, like especially after City and going to international. Yeah, because it, it's 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 you know you have some more time off, like you kind of just. Not relax, but you, you can go watch games. Like you're not like fucking training teams. Like you're not training your team every day. Like you only have them a little a couple times mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. So it's it's a lot less stress for the for for him. So I can see him kind of going that way. Well, you only know he's if he does go international route. Like, you know, there's only one team he's going to Spain. Yeah. There's yeah. no other team. Like don't get me wrong, other teams in the international level will Maybe definitely inquire. Maybe that's what he means by coaching Italy one day. That would be pretty crazy, but <laughs> I sincerely doubt Italy would even allow a non-Italian to wait, coach. Quick, quick, quick question: If he if he went to Serie, which team can you Roma. see him going to? Hey, genuinely, what team can you I see him su- going? I swear to God, he's not going to go to Roma, man. Okay, it, it's a it, he played for Roma. Okay, he spent years there. He Is always it, but he talks knows, highly. Okay, but he knows Roma. like he's realistic. Okay, realistically speaking, he's, reali- he's not, not going to go there and have the free like he went, this, he's going to go yeah. from City to like I know. No, anybody in Serie A. Well, we might no begin, one has the freedom. Roma might begin some crazy yeah, Saudi okay. money. Also, yeah, Joe. Remember when Milan thought that? Then nah, um, Redbird ended up buying them? <laughs> one step at a time. No. Uh, honestly and truthfully, like, like who, again, I will love him all Roma. And if don't, we don't, had don't the just carte say, like, if you think Juve, okay, that's one thing, but don't just say Juve because no, no, I'm no. here. Honestly and truthfully, if I'm dissecting all of this, um, again, 
ideally, if Roma had money, I would say Roma because he played for us. He loves Roma. He's openly admitted that, but we just don't have the funds yeah. to even support him. That's what I mean. Like Roma's making a deal with Adidas to pay Mourinho <laughs> because we don't have enough money for him. Um, I would like to say Juve, but I don't see Juve adopting a, that style of play. Mm-hmm. Throughout all my years of watching Serie A and whatever, Juve, it's not that they've had a generic style, but they've always somewhat had a, the same style. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're the only team I could look at and honestly say if they're winning one nothing, not so much nowadays, but before. Yeah. They were always that team. They're winning one nothing. The game's done. You already yeah, gave they you were, it. They were much. able to hold you like hold off um, for the most part. And I w- I could honestly see a guy like Pep. Again, they would need money though. It would be either Milan or Inter. But Inter, I don't see that either. I see. Excuse me. Sorry. I see more Milan. You That's know, like there's gonna, something about Mi- Milan's always that team that is it like besides Roma, us our two teams are always okay with that experimental type type yeah. of football. You know, when we had Luis Enrique, it was like that that beautiful tiki-taka that Roma was playing. You know, I could see Milan being one of those teams too, though, that is willing to adapt. To adapt to a style. And he, they're a top team. And what sounds like sounds like a beautiful story. Yeah. He comes there, brings them back to the top. He, he brings to the Dutch era back in type of thing, whatever. Well, because they... Does it all. Oh, man, that, that'll be... Like, that's that's the next step, like, for Milan they have to take. Like, I'm sorry, okay, yeah. Like, they made this run now, whatever, but... Pioli was good for kind of getting them going. They need like a, a, a proper. No, Pioli's not now. a good coach in any way, shape, or form. He's a good motivator. He yeah. motivated the players. But that's what I mean. Now what's in carrying the, him is individual it was, it was qualities. Timing, it was good timing. Yeah, yeah. Now it's, it's a perfect time qualities. But before when he came in, it was good. The team was at its low. He just got Eber back, so that helped massively for mm-hmm. him. Yeah. He was able to to build up that confidence. He saw, hey guys, Juve's not dominating the league anymore. Time to like, pounce. We have to like enter. Okay, yeah, they won it last year, but we can take this. Like, yeah. we, it's like it, they they didn't beat, but like beat us by much. Barring we we, we also lost it. a lot of key guys from that. They did, but cup run things happen, man. Yeah, it happened. It happened to you. It happened to the best teams. It didn't happen to Milan though. Somehow they were the only Somehow, team, even I, though they're dead broke. Understand. They were able to maintain. But uh, regardless of that, <laughs> that's a topic for another day. That's another topic. <laughs> one day when we're just digging in. Um, I want to talk about the schedules quickly before we wrap it up here. Mm-hmm. Um, this season is a bit of a weird season and a weird time to bring up scheduling because there was the World Cup and it was an unforeseen... Well, it was a foreseen circumstance, but it wasn't a welcome circum- no. circumstance. But the average season... The only season, good thing about it was Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's the only great thing out of it. But with the average season, it still has a lot of games. Yeah. Um, do you think there's been anything that way for like the governing bodies in generals have done uh, 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 governing bodies have done in general to kind of help out with this scheduling problem that we have? Because you see it now. You no. look at you look at these top teams. Like City is the only team and I'd say like maybe Real Madrid, maybe Bayern whatever that have the longevity because they have the depth. You know, you take out Rodri, you have Gundogan there. You yeah, take out this guy, you have this guy. You're, you know, hearing, like, you're hearing Tuchel say that um, his players look at they played 70, I mean? 80 games. So yeah. they don't. They, even with the depth, they're feeling it. City, there was a. I saw like I was reading an article and apparently like even like players there were like they were saying like they were like now like like they like they feel gassed like they're like they're exhausted yeah. they're tired like already this year. Mm. It, it's like it, it it's it's it is affecting the big teams like it's 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 affecting like it's it's coming out it's it's a known thing yeah. 
So who do you like? So I feel like I, this next question you kind of answer, but it affects obviously you think the bigger teams rather than the smaller teams. Well, just for the simple fact, because the like for the for the most part, the bigger teams have they're the players, on three the players that have they're they're they're. I mean, yeah, they're com- they're competing on three fronts in England more. Mm. Uh, majority of them went to the World Cup, so they were playing all throughout there compared to like the smaller teams where probably their players didn't go to the World Cup and. They were they had a month off and they were mm-hmm. just relaxing, kind of just training and just you know not uh, not like getting like overworking themselves. Yeah. Unlike the guys who played in the World Cup, and now you're seeing a lot of these like I feel like top players either starting to get injuries or just not playing their best or the way you know they usually do because they're just tired. Like mm-hmm. you just see it in their bodies. I feel like. Yeah. And what what kind of solutions do you think? There could be that are realistic, obviously not something like oh yeah, just play less games. No, that's not See, realistic. I, I don't like cause this. This hasn't really like become a thing uh, up until like the last couple of years. So I, for me, I think now like the, they're gonna make the season pass. Summer's gonna come. Everyone's gonna go on holiday like a normal. Like now this year will be like a proper like it's gonna finish in mm-hmm. end of May. Everyone's gonna a proper holiday. Come back to training like it's gonna go back to normal. And I don't think they're going to do anything this year. They're going to kind of see how this year goes, like with injuries, with how like games are, how players are at the end of the season. Because you have to think, the last couple of years, ever since that season where it went stopped because of COVID, yeah. everything's been pushed. Because in that season, they had to come back, they had to finish it, and that went, uh, it went longer. And then they were they got like two week vacation. Yeah. They were already back training, and they the, the next league. And the twenty twenty one Euro and was then, actually the twenty in twenty twenty two. Yeah, and they had that, that summer, <clears throat> and then they were already back to training, and then they had the World Cup this year. So yeah. like the last like couple of years have it's been a lot of soccer for these guys. Yeah. So I think now like going next year, you're kind of going back to normal where. Okay, the league starts in whatever end of August when it normally does, and you'll have like like now you're, we were playing fucking. There was one point I remember in said yeah they were playing midweek games like for yeah. like four weeks in a row. Yeah, but I remember that one time. Roma had to make it, it up. like six games in the span of like two three weeks or something yeah. like that. I'm like Jesus Christ, yeah. guys, like, because they were trying to make up those games that mm-hmm. they lost the World Cup. Everything was already pushed because still with COVID. So I feel like next year they won't really do anything. But if they see that it's still okay, like these guys like. It, it's still affecting them like they can't play as long like it's just too many games then i think they might either maybe extend it like extend the, like the time that the season is or i, I don't i don't really know like, i don't know what else they can really do to kind of or maybe get they won't get rid of competitions like i don't know yeah for for me i think it's a matter of making the respective leagues smaller and i know that's might like sound less, less teams yes because okay. i know this might sound like whatever like far-fetched but my thing is this you look at I'll use Serie A for example. There's uh, what twenty teams? Yeah, twenty teams because there's thirty eight games in a season. So there's twenty teams. Mm-hmm. You get three promoted, three relegated, whatever the case is. Cool. Those three teams that get promoted very rarely stay afloat, right? So you're promoting these three teams again. It's like a vicious cycle. Yeah. Sometimes they thrive, sometimes they don't. Cool. Why don't you just cut the league down to fifteen teams? You add a third competitive league or yeah. whatever it is like in, in the prem i know they have like five leagues but what if you add a sixth you know you make it rather than 20 teams you're going up against it's only 15 like the edit divise i'm pretty sure the edit divise only has 13 to 16 teams or something like that yeah it's a smaller and smaller they were league. looking to combine with the belgian league and yeah, they were going to yeah, do yeah. the top teams from each whatever each with one. some like whatever and then have a whole promotion and relegation type of thing yeah. with other teams which i think is genius 
Because like for them at least, like there's not a lot of teams combined. You get a fuller season, yeah, you, get you get this, a, whatever, and a more competition. Season, yeah. More competition, yeah. Um, but I just I just feel like one of the thing has to do with like the promotion and relegation. And I don't know if FIFA and UEFA have any pull on something like that. But I mean, a lot of these games, you just look at it, it's like what's what's the purpose? Yeah. You know, like a lot of these games, it's Roma's playing they're a third place team, they're playing against dead last, both spots are cemented where they're going to finish yeah. in the at the end sorry and it's just like why do i have to play that on the eve of a europa league final a europa league or final, you know what i mean yeah. like i have to go yeah, against Cremonese. the season are just they're so stupid and especially yeah, when like, like, everything's already figured out it's exactly like, you know like for me like this? shit like that like it's those are some of the things you could address because if you cut out some of these teams at least five teams yeah. now that's already like 30 <coughs> games they're only yeah. playing within the sorry 28 <coughs> games they're playing within the season 30 games you know what i mean so that's 28 there then you have for the group stage of Champions League, Europa League, whatever it is, rather than playing every team twice, do it like the World Cup does. Mm -hmm. The World Cup or way far, whatever it is, you play each team once, and that's it. See you later. Top two teams, you go through. Third place, fuck off. Go to Europa League, and that's it. See you later. Why do you have to play each team twice? Oh, you get the home field advantage this time. Not this time, though. <laughs> Who cares? You know, you have three games. It's so stupid. You're the stronger team with coefficients. You play, at, you have the home field advantage. Then. Yeah. You know, like Roma's going to be going up against, let's say, Bodo and some other random team. Okay, Italy is has a higher coefficient. Roma gets home field advantage. Yeah. Added to those three games, we're home two of them, away one. Cool. There you go. So it rewards you for doing well and your yeah. league doing well. Um, will any of that happen? Probably not. Probably not. Is it feasible? Maybe within like wave of the sorry the Europa League and Champions League, yes. But again, we're talking about UEFA here and FIFA who love to maximize their fucking profits. But what you, okay, what about what about the whole like if they if they kind of got rid of like the um like those fucking stupid international breaks when they go on international? Well, that's another the year. thing too. Like friendly games, I don't understand the point of them. Um, they're utterly irrelevant. Like why can't they just kind of save those and like do them like play away? It's, it's always like it's what a total of like six games they play throughout the year, or like eight games. Play them all in the summer. So, some of them make sense, like because they're like the Euro qualifiers or Copa America qualifiers or like this or that. Like so, I I guess I get it. But again, it's like you said, why don't you let them go on their little summer vacation, and then they have the this month like, and a half, that, two that, months that, that, where that, it's that, just they, training they the, yeah, and whatever, and they go with like the national. Let team. them go with the national team in two weeks. You could fucking pump it out, yeah, and then you have them back in training or whatever it is. Exactly, that's you a give good them another idea break too. And then back in training, that's a good idea too. But again, like they want to maximize their money. Yeah, they're gonna want to you know, have like, soccer on as much as possible. Exactly, they want to spread why it they out. Love they want to have as much shit. games. Mm -hmm. And for me, I, I don't know. Like, I I don't care for international break. I kind of like it sometimes. Mm -hmm. But if you're telling me that you're going to stop the season and have Argentina play against Moldova as a friendly, yeah. <laughs> and then my best player and fucking Dybala is pulling up, getting injured, I'm going to look at you and be like, what the yeah. fuck was you're the gonna, You're going to get pissed. You're like, what, the, what was the point of this fucking game? Like, this literally affects nothing yeah. for my <laughs> like, uh, Sorry, for my international team or yeah. whatever it is. So, like, why is it even in place? But Just for players to get injured. Essentially, That's literally what it is. Roma always comes back with a player injured yeah. <laughs> from these That's all international these, all these breaks. Stupid tournaments, all these breaks. Um, but yeah, that's. Hold that's, on, wait. Oh. Do you think it was over? What, I hear something right there. Wait, beep, beep, beep. Boop, bing. Garage talk. Lights I on. I think it's time. Garage. Garage talk. Garage talk. The lights are on. Today's topic, Jürgen we're going to start things off with. Oh. I got a nice little spicy little topic. Oh, I, we were talk about I, was, I was thinking about a couple oh, really? days ago. Okay. 
do you what do you th- what are your thoughts if <laughs> soccer the top five leagues obviously okay same thing kind of like a like a super league they got the best teams in each each league put it together made it whatever 30 teams Jesus. or 20 teams whatever it is but they set it up in like two divisions and set it up how like an nhl nba is that you or have like that eastern western East, like kind of like eastern western kind of thing they play like a, a regular obviously not 82 games but they play a certain amount of games then they have a playoffs where they'll have like the first seed play eighth same thing how it is so like, like so the mls basically yeah mls yeah, has yeah, that yeah, MLS yeah, has yeah. That right same now. thing mm-hmm. same thing but they, they did it with the be- like pretty much but but they made it it's like because obviously nba nhl like all, all the all these american sports they're all the best teams mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah this would be essentially going out, getting the best team. So you would be seeing like our Arsenal versus Roma on like a on a whatever. Can't believe like you on said a thing. those out of all teams you could have said as the That's best the teams. You said no, Arsenal and no, no, Roma. I'm not gonna say like Juve and Man City because obviously they're gonna be there. But I'm saying like you're gonna see like Arsenal and Roma. Like also like they're gonna be there too. And like you're gonna be saying like they're gonna be playing like on the regular if they're in like the same if I they're mean, like division teams. To me, I think it's a good idea. I kind of like that idea. Like you, of do you like think whatever? that would like? that would be the best way to grow soccer, like to make it more like a, an American sport. Um, see, I'm torn. I'll say that I'm torn with that because I look at TFC, I look at the MLS, and the one pet peeve I actually have is realistically the league doesn't matter. No. You know, and, and that's what kind of bothers me then because I just think to myself, okay, you got to hit X amount of points to be top eight or whatever. I think it might be top six yeah. or whatever. But you'll still you'll still get you still get a trophy for finishing first place. So you'll like, have two separate trophies for each conference. No, I mean, it's a, you'll still like you'll still get. Yeah, you still have like the conference trophy. Like you'll still win the, like that. And then you can obviously win like the is, big, but like again, the big this cup, is whatever what, it is. Like this Champions is my League thing. Or, the league. Okay. Yeah, sure. There's an incentive. You win your trophy at yeah. the end of it. But what's gonna what's more meaningful to you, playoffs or regular season? Then it depends, man. They're, they're obviously gonna have incentives like with, like with no, I with know. But I'm saying like like too. like for me, the way I see it is, and I will always be gunning for those playoffs. There's more at stake. Obviously, round but you're, see you're, you later you're, and you're, and you're still gonna want to make runs like through, in, throughout the season. Entertainment value, it would be. I wouldn't want to watch the league as much because I, I look at American sports now, and I'll tell you right now, like, do I watch a lot of sports? Yes, I do. Contrary to what. A lot of people might think about mm-hmm. me or whatever it is. Um, it's just I can't get involved because you know some of these guys are tanking the season because they want the next draft pick. Mm-hmm. You know some of these guys don't really give a fuck because they know their division sucks dick. So they're going to end up in eighth place anyways. So yeah. they're going to end up in the playoffs. And that's what matters more. Playoff sports for Americans I will tell you right now, one of the most entertaining things you will ever see. Mm-hmm. Whether it's baseball, basketball, football, or hockey. It the losers of the league somehow end up on top. And, and you have to also like, think too in the league, uh, teams would want to f- play high. Like they would want to come higher up because yes. you get home home and yeah, yeah. And like let's, let's just say obviously instead of a seven game series, they would do like a three game series. No, I would keep it the same way. It is no, 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 no. You can't do seven games. No, no, I wouldn't. Do, sorry, I'm not the same way in that regard. I wouldn't do That's seven crazy. games. I wouldn't even do three games. I would do it. One game home, one game away. I'd keep that format. I like that format. Okay, okay. Keep it aggregate based because for me, like I like that. Um, I, I just don't know. Like, it's just the, the league to me in general, I feel like would be boring. No matter what incentive so you, you feel give. like it, it would be like less people would, would be watching it because. Didn't bo- the Boston Bruins yeah. win the President's Trophy? Ooh, incentive because they won the crazy amount of games in an 82 game league. Sorry, whatever. Yeah. And what happened? Yeah, they, they lost they against a team it. that were not even supposed 18. to make it. 
eight seed. seed. You know what I mean? Like like, again, it's crazy to see. It's entertaining. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. But if I'm a Boston fan, I will literally look at you and say, "Why the fuck did I care about yeah. watching all those but, games just for me to get nailed out, uh, rocked out in seven but games?" But then, okay. But then fuck also, this, also this too. You'll like now you'll see like you're seeing players now you're, you're seeing them get heard like they're playing hard every week and like they're 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 exhausting themselves yeah and like that you would see players have to be a lot more smarter and they would kind of pace themselves like take it out take it easy but pace themselves to like a the load season. management and then in the playoffs you would see like the best of the players of each player come out because they know like okay like they they obviously they're going to want to win the playoffs and they're going to have to be at their best so you're going to see players come out and put up the put out these like playoff performances mm, yeah no like in that regard i agree with you i get that too but the, like I, the only thing I see that benefiting, honestly and truthfully, would be um, like financial income, like uh, the the yeah. form of income and whatever. Other than that, I don't see that. I actually see football taking a big hit, yeah. Be like with viewership and stuff like that, because then that's the one thing that makes football so different than every other yeah. sport. You know what I yeah, mean? Like the way their playoffs work and the like how the league is the absolute alpha. You have to watch those games in order to know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> you know, then you have Champions League. That's basically like your playoff. Yeah. But not as intense because you still have those shit house teams that yeah. shouldn't even that, that be shouldn't even be there, yeah. If you told me they shrunk Champions League down and made it more of like an exclusive thing, I think that is a brilliant AKA idea. AKA the Super League. <laughs> See where I'm going with this? Right. Um, it's gonna be a thing. But in a yeah, years. I, I don't know. I think it would. Again, I'd still watch it because it's my favorite it's sport. Yeah, I'd love to watch it. But, but you don't think you'd be as invested? No, I don't think I would be as invested. There would be too much going on. Too much. Uh, it, it would just. I wouldn't care enough either. You know, yeah. like I. Oh, is my team in a playoff spot? <laughs> I don't have to watch the next five games. I don't fucking care. We're good. You know, like that's that's how it is for yeah, me. Yeah, man. that's true. Um, I get it. Do I even ask you? Do you want me to ask you? I mean, I kind of answered it. Oh, okay. I kind of said like I kind of said like I, I would love to see that. Like I think that would be a, stupid, a super <laughs> sick thing. No, no, but I I do get I get what you mean. Like I feel like maybe after like the first year or two where it's like oh my god, like this whole new thing, yeah, and, like you're yeah, seeing on the these games, yeah, it would kind of die out. How like the Raptors and like the Leafs are like for for us now watching that and like yeah. kind of. During the season, I'll watch it if you know you go out for a drink or yeah. you're you're just you're doing it nothing. You're like, hey, wait, it's on TV. Like let me let me throw on the yeah. game like that. It wouldn't be me kind of like oh I gotta watch the game on on Sunday. Yeah. I gotta watch Juve play on Sunday. Like it won't be the best way to describe it is as invested. Look at when England like uh, when the Premier League uh, there was a documentary I saw on Amazon Prime. I recommend it to everybody. But England was trying to the Premier League was trying to figure out ways to kind of rebrand themselves, take over the world, go global, worldwide, yeah. whatever shit like that. So they looked at American sports and how American sports like football games they sell out a fucking parking lot. There's a tailgate, <laughs> people jumping through tables. It's this absurd, crazy thing. Uh. Cheerleaders, halftime shows, whatever. The Premier League tried that. The Premier League had cheerleaders. They had halftime shows. They had all this shit. It all went to shits because nobody gave a <laughs> no fuck. No one gave a fuck, They man. cared about the sport and only the sport. And that's what Americans I think. Americans are different than Europeans. Yeah. Like. And I think that's what separates uh, football to American sports yeah. right there. You know, like, I, I, and I, I like to keep that genuinity. Genuinity? Genuity. Gen genuity. <laughs> Keep that genuity. You figured it out. That feels like that's still. I feel like that's not even a word. But um, regardless, I think Juve would still figure out a way to fix that and buy off the referees. Yeah, and, uh, Roma would still give the refs gotcha. Rolex watches, and no one would blink an eye. <laughs> Guys, on that note, uh, Joe and I was. Uh,
piss me off. I'll set up I'm a bitch. I wouldn't say that to I'm his go, face. I'm gonna go beat the shit out of him now, guys. He might not be on next episode. <laughs> guys, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. If you haven't already, don't forget to follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Joe, don't worry about it. I okay. already know. <laughs> we got a quick message from our sponsors, ourselves. Ultras, <laughs> Ultras XI. Don't forget to check out ultrasxi.com. Yeah. The new GOAT collection is out. I mean, it's not really new anymore. Yeah. But it's new used. There's a couple of new designs coming out. I've just completed them. So keep an eye out for that. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. We'll hear you next week. Stata bona. Ciao. See you later.